This is Orla FM. A warm welcome to my world, Walker's World on Orla FM. I'm Peter Walker, and we're going on a trip into the weird and wonderful, but true, well, probably true, tales on Walker's World. On my show, we look for the most amazing, often ill-documented, connections involving Polish people across history. If you look at a map of the world, you'll see to the east of Africa, in the Indian Ocean, that there's a large island called Madagascar. If you watch nature programmes on TV, you'll know the place is full of exotic animals, unique to the island. It's a long way from Poland. But did you know that there was once a Polish king of Madagascar? This was some 250 or so years ago, when the Russians, Prussians and Austrians were about to start the process of partitioning Poland amongst themselves. One Pole was about to suffer the consequences and end up by being sent with others to Siberia. Yes, it happened in those far-off days. There was a rebellion of some of those reluctant exiles who went on a round-the-world escape, and one of them went back to Madagascar, the start of a remarkable story. I start this story in a church, an Anglican church in Golders Green, London. It's a very Jewish area and two English comedians, the two Ronnies, once jokingly asked, who is the loneliest man at Christmas? The answer, the vicar of Golders Green. But that aside, many years ago I was sitting in one of the pews when a stranger came and sat beside me. I asked him if he was a local and he responded that he came from Madagascar. I immediately asked if he'd heard of the Polish king of Madagascar. He looked at me as if I was mad. Just the reaction I wanted. Some months later, in the same church, another stranger chose to sit beside me, so I asked him if he was a local. He replied that he came from Madagascar. The Church of England is truly diverse. So I asked him if he'd heard of the Polish king of Madagascar. I was surprised at his answer. Yes, I'm a historian. I know the story so he knew about the much-travelled Maurizi Benyovsky, but you'll find various spellings of his name. That's because he was born in Vrbovje, now in Slovakia, but in 1746 was part of Hungary. When Benyovsky was 19 in 1765, he occupied his mother's property nearby, and this resulted in a legal action against him. During the trial he fled to Poland, where he married. That was not the start of a settled life for him, because in July 1768, when he was 22, he responded to troubles in Poland. There was a king of Poland, King Stanisław Poniatowski, who had been installed at the behest of the Russians. He was opposed by what was called the Confederation of the Bar. Benyovsky joined the army raised by the Confederation. 
That didn't last long because in April of the following year he was captured by Russian forces near Tarnopol, now in the Ukraine, but then in the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. He attempted to escape, but he was taken to St. Petersburg to settle his fate. He, with several others, were sent to Kamchatka in the far east of Siberia. There he stayed, but he was determined to escape. He was part of an armed uprising where he and the others overcame the Russian garrison of Bolsheretsk. They took over a supply ship, St. Peter and St. Paul. The start of a dramatic journey away from Siberia. The ship was laden with furs and provisions. Off it went, and the first port of call was the island of Simushir in the neighbouring Kuril Islands, where there was more drama. The escapees thought that a sailor, Gerasim Ismailov, was organising a mutiny. So they left him and two others behind on the island, where Ismailov became a successful fur trader. The voyage progressed to Japan, where the escapees themselves managed to do some trading in breach of Japanese law, then to Taiwan, where they got into a fight with some of the islanders. Despite this setback, the voyage continued to Macau in southern China. Benyovsky organised the selling of the ship and its cargo, and he negotiated a passage for the survivors to France. There were only 26 surviving escapees when they landed in the French port of Lorient, Brittany, in July 1772. Benyovsky then managed to get to Paris, where he persuaded French officials to fund his expedition to set up a French colony on Madagascar. He and his Benyovsky volunteers arrived on the island in November 1773. It was there that he supposed to impress the islanders so much that they declared him to be their leader or king. So we have the Polish king of Madagascar. The truth was probably less romantic. There was a trading post, but most of Benyovsky's volunteers died of various fevers. I'm not surprised one of my former bosses went on a business trip to Madagascar and he returned with a high fever to the UK. The French sent reinforcements, but the population continued to dwindle. By the end of 1777, Benyovsky was back in France. There were more adventures. He went to Austria, where Empress Maria Theresa awarded him the title of Count. A bit of a come down for a king, I'd say. He joined the Austrian forces fighting in the War of the Bavarian Succession. Then another war interested him. That was the War of American Independence. So off to America to persuade George Washington to form a militia under Benyovsky's leadership. Washington declined the offer, perhaps because he had the help of other famous Poles, such as Tadeusz Kościuszko. So, back to Europe and further attempts to return to Madagascar. The British government turned down his proposals for a colony. Austrian Emperor Franz Joseph was interested, but that's as far as it went. Back to America, where some Baltimore investors supplied money, provided that they received slaves. In June 1785, Benyovsky was back in his kingdom, but he was captured by local people and his ship sailed away without him. Benyovsky was a great survivor and the French wanted to stop his activities, then disrupting their trading objectives in Madagascar. The French governor of neighboring Mauritius sent a force to deal with Benyovsky who did not survive the encounter. So on 24th of May, 1786, he was buried on the island. So ended the life 
of the intrepid Polish king of Madagascar. But you can read of his exaggerated exploits in the memoirs and travels of Mauritius Augustus Count de Benyowski, published in 1790 after his death. I'm Peter Walker, and next time I will return to the weird and wonderful. Join me again for Walker's World on Aula FM. <laughs>